is wrong with you? Yeah, that's so, so I know. Absolutely. Why? No wonder you never go to the store. Okay. I thought you guys were going to agree with me. What? Two thumbs down. How do you separate your produce? No, you just chuck it in there and call it a day. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Put a Cork in It. I am uh, obviously the favorite co-host, Austin, joined by uh, founder of Put a Cork in It, Monica Toby, blah, blah, blah. Um, Mon, it's been slow, slow, slow days over here. Okay, slow days for you. I'm a little overcome by a lot that just happened, so sorry I ruined your intro. Um... First of all, I can't even fight the whole like Austin is the favorite because that has been proven probably like over a dozen times at this point. So to clue you guys in what we were talking about before we started recording, I was talking to one of my friends on the phone and said, hey, would you like to be on the podcast? And she was like, yeah, but I'm really nervous. I'm like, oh no, girl, like it'll be fine. She's like, no, no, I'm nervous because like Austin is so great. And I was just sitting there like, Okay, so that's a slap to the face, but it's fine. But so keep those coming, guys. Keep that yeah. coming. Love that. Sure enough. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yep, yep, yep. But I did like that you said founder. That and that's just facts only. You know, if you want to go back to the OG put a cork in it days where it's just me, myself, and I and whatever Yahoo I pulled on that day. Yeah. Oh, I bet they love are... being called Yahoos. That's yeah, great. Some that's... of your closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> that is the bread and butter of put a cork in it. Anywho, um, bro, slow days for me as well. It's it's the summertime sadness and having a nine to five truly is what it is. Would you agree? I don't know if it's sadness. It's just like I got I got things to look forward to, but it's just not happening fast enough. But I'm like, I'm not I'm not sad about it. It's just like, man, I just wish it was X day, you know? I'd say I am sad about it. So I'm gonna disagree there for a second um something big for me recently is that i went to the grocery store um wow that's huge which we a lot of people know that listen to this is a fear of mine i hate going to the grocery store and honestly did not know this you didn't no okay well i have a fear of the grocery store and i literally i i had not any groceries for like two weeks and was just kind of vibing off of whatever came that day so Anywho, there were By whatever came, like what does that mean? <laughs> were things appearing? It's like in, your fridge? in my backyard. Um <laughs> that would honestly be iconic. No, what happened was I'd hate going to the grocery so badly. And so I would just try to like plan dinner strategically, get a brunch with someone so you skip lunch. Um, there's a lot of strategy that goes into this, you know, getting a leftover from your parents, but here's the kicker at the grocery store. If anyone wants to know, I live in Cincinnati at the grocery store. I went to the one in Oakley. I don't know if anyone's familiar. I step into the threshold of the grocery store. Everyone is hot. Everyone is hot. Everyone's dressed nicely. I look like an actual toad having just gone on a walk, a very strenuous walk. It's 90 degrees every day and disgusting so horrible i'm like hiding in the produce aisle horrible i don't know if i can go back and if i do go back 
I need like full contour homecoming dress on. You know, you can order grocery pickup. Now, as I walked out of Kroger that day, I immediately said, that's what I'm doing next time. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I mean, I think they kind of, kind of screw you. It's kind of like ordering Chipotle online. Yes, it is. They kind of skimp you on some stuff and they'll like randomly substitute some items. Right. So here's, here's, but if you're, if you're truly that, like, if it's that awful to go, then I guess it's worth, you know, yeah, it's not good. Getting some uh, store brand cheese versus uh, your Sargento or whatever. I am a hoe for Kroger brand things. Don't get it twisted. But anyway, just as a caveat, I'm very thankful to have a grocery store and to be able to buy my own groceries. Don't come for me. I'm just sharing my feelings. So anyway, this has been way too long. Let's transition. You can share about your life some other time, Austin. I'm sorry that I hogged the spotlight today. So anyway, today we have what will be a recurring theme, I think. Um, A coworker of mine from a new job, everyone. So if you didn't know, I now work at Hosanna Revival which is a beautiful Bible-making company. You can Google it or look it up on Instagram. Um, But I met this girl the first day of my job. And what actually happened was we were put into a group message by a mutual friend slash family member. And they were like, you guys will be great friends. Here are your numbers. And I'm sorry, but when someone does that to me, I'm immediately like, nope not going to be friends with this person. I don't want to be forced into a relationship I don't want. So I was not even looking forward to anything. I didn't even count her as a friend going in, you know? And then I went into it and said, Hey, are you Maddie? And she was like, yeah, are you Monica? I was like, all right, vibes. So anyway, Maddie, this has been the longest intro ever. How the heck, how the heck are you? Wow. It's just such an honor to be here with someone who never wanted to be my friend. Um, You said the same thing. Okay, I said the same thing because I went to your Instagram and it was private, number one. Number two, your profile photo was a distant photo of you and all you had in your bio was at put a cork in it. To which I was like, who is this? And why does someone think that I would be her friend? No idea. But anyway, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the pod. So glad you're doing well. Nothing like getting roasted within the first two minutes. Um... I will say since those comments on my Instagram have been made, I have made my profile picture closer up. And also I would like to dive into the private versus public debate of the Instagrams. I do think that it depends on, I don't know, like when I moved South for a year, everyone's was public. And then I feel like in the Midwest, everyone's more of like a private gal, but that might be overgeneralizing. I don't know. We go back to the fact that people are just like way too oversensitive of being like set up with friends. Like, oh, you'd be good friends with people, not even dating, but just friends in general. I I would feel I would feel less nervous and more excited about being set up on a date than with a friend. Yeah. Yes, 100% agree. And I don't know what that is. I mean, Maddie, do you care to try to explain why you were turned off other than my Instagram? Well, I think that when you set someone up on a date, it's because you think they would like, they, they like the same things, they have a lot in common. And like further down the road, you're envisioning like a future for them. Whereas like a friend set up, 
like what did you see in them just as like a human that you thought like we would just hang out and be good like I feel like that's it's higher stakes to me maybe that's maybe that's bad but that seems higher stakes to me because what if I don't like this person then it's awkward I can't break up with them exactly like hey it didn't work out sorry yep zero notes zero notes Austin I would love your rebuttal it seems like you're sitting on attack just I'm trying to think of friendships that I have had where like I have like flopped the person that I was originally friends with to the setup friend it's happened before but it does not happen regularly okay um I mean with guys it may be more chill I don't know but like with girls it's not like oh you like swimming and you like swimming go swim together like I feel like that's a guy thing with girls it's like you guys, guys just, love swimming okay swimming was a example but like <laughs> with girls it's like oh you guys seem similar go out to coffee and then you're staring across from a stranger who you were forced to hang out with and it's just kind of like I don't want to be here how's your latte I don't know and just because you have similar interests as a girl doesn't mean you're gonna have the same energy like just because you're like ooh, they like coffee and I like coffee that means nothing you could have opposite energies and vibes and it could be very awkward and not fun I literally couldn't agree more it's just you also have to be doing something where you can like go back to the activity and then like interject conversation randomly i.e golf for men it's one of the it's the greatest thing golf with so many people I would never hang out with ever in my life okay so shout out if you've golfed with Austin he doesn't like you none Um, of them are listening (laughs) all right so moving on surprisingly everyone that was not the topic of the podcast you may be thinking I'm confused and the reality is so are we um just to tie that up with a bow I think I just think setting up girls to be friends is just harder than any other type of setup that you could potentially do. And I, I'll die on that hill personally. Um, and I will say that the job, having the mutual job with Maddie was kind of the activity. It's like bump mm. into each other. We were the only new hires other than one other person. And it was kind of like, oh, you know what the heck's going on? No, I don't, girl. Cool. We're vibing. But also we're very similar. So unfortunately, this mutual friend was correct that we were going to be friends. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Anywho. Why is that hard? <laughs> you have a great new friend. I'm so confused. What Wait, do you let's want? move on. Let's move on because <laughs> you're just not going to get it. You're not a girl. Not. You don't get it. I mean, girls hate friends. Whatever. <laughs> I can't breathe. I mean, this is... A- I'm so confused. Okay. Anywho, maybe we should just stick with this as a topic until Austin is like on the same page. That would literally take three hours. If we could figure this out, I mean, I'm all ears. Austin, it's just a girl thing. Like girls overthink it and they don't want to be told like, (laughs) I don't know how to say it. Let's move on. Okay. For real. I can get that. That makes sense. Maddie, do you want to close it out? I feel like you. I don't know if this will close it out, but I do feel like I should say it. Oh, God. I feel like one of the reasons it's tricky is because girls don't trust each other. Like, I, I'm not going to lie, Mon. I love being friends with you, but am I waiting for potentially another shoe to drop where, like, you didn't like me this whole time? Maybe. Maybe. Because I don't feel like I trust new friends that are girls. I don't know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? 
yeah so that this is going to be awkward at work tomorrow I just feel as though I quickly trust after a threshold has passed and you have definitely passed that threshold and as to someone I actually like and want to hang out with but I'll be honest there are people who I do hang out with once or twice and I'm like I don't want to be your friend so you've passed that for me but the feeling's not mutual so I will keep that in the back of my mind no the feeling's mutual I just you know I just think girls don't trust each other if that gives any light to how why it's hard well personally I trust you so I think you don't trust girls (laughs) maybe I've just known too many mean girls maybe that's the problem that that actually she's been hurt you yeah, just wounded. We don't have to dive into that, but I do trust well, you. Do. And we can if the viewers want, but we won't for now. So anyway, moving on. I think <laughs> that was good. I'm good now. Okay, great. Yeah, Austin's scared now because Maddie was going to dive into her trauma. Anywho. I'm not scared about that. <laughs> okay, so I just can't right now with this conversation. So the <laughs> actual topic for today, shockingly enough, is the topic of TMI. Now, most of you may be thinking... That is just someone saying too many gross things about themselves and their physical hygiene, and you would be correct. But there's also another side of being TMI, which is having a conversation with someone and they, and you mention a thumbtack in the conversation, and they're like, did you know that a thumbtack was actually created during the Stone Age by King Henry <laughs> something? And you have to sit there and be like, I don't give a rat's patootie about how a thumbtack came to be, but here's this person chewing my ear off about it. And Maddie and I just really shook up a conversation about that. And I felt like it had to be shared. So, I mean, Austin, we are putting you a little bit on the spot right now with this conversation. Would you like to share with the viewers why? Vulnerability is obviously open with Maddie saying she doesn't trust me. So it's really open door policy. What are you asking me to talk? Just the overall thoughts of the topic? Well, I'm asking why this may be a hard topic for you to really like dive into. Ah, yes. Uh, I am following now. Um, I can at times be the TMI guy in conversations. I'm always like careful when like typically in like new friendships or like new relationships, whether it's like coworker, whoever, that like whatever I'm going to say is going to like have the ability to be like built upon and like further the conversation not like a did you know x and it's like oh cool moving on like that's so i do throw in some factoids that just they might miss every now and then i i don't have i don't have a hundred percent you know what's the batting average not sure not sure i'm not a baseball guy myself but i do feel that your facts are more just like here's the fact, move on. I don't feel like you're a lingerer, but some people can't let it go is more of what we're looking at. So thank God you're not in that category. Praise him. But Maddie, can we maybe, can you maybe unpack this a little bit more of like, maybe how do you overcome this when you are stuck in a social situation with someone who just is really going on? For me, it's people who go on about their personal lives and you're like, I shouldn't know that and you keep going, and now I can't forget. Like, maybe just share a little bit of what your strategies have been, good or bad. Yeah, so I don't think I have any good strategies. Sure. They're all bad. Um, and really, I mean, I was in full-time uh, ministry for a little bit, a little background on me. 
um, with a certain ministry that I won't name. Um, <laughs> but basically, I my job was meeting with people all the time. Right. Um, and oftentimes, I would just ask simple questions like, how's your day? Right. How's your job? Whatever. And then it would just like kind of explode a little bit into a lot of stuff I didn't anticipate hearing about. Right. And I, I didn't know what to do. So most of the time, I just nodded smiled occasionally answered like really (laughs) wow or like tell me more about that now granted some of those strategies are from um my psych classes I took in college of active listening wow yeah use your education sister (laughs) so um some of that you know was just my psych degree but I don't have any good strategies I really and truly would just think to myself like how do I get out of this I have to keep listening the danger is that if you aren't actually listening that all it does is encourage them to keep talking because there's no end in sight like they're just like wow she's really into this I'm gonna keep going right right no thank you no thank you you. I do I do think that this as a disclaimer, I don't know why I'm feeling defensive this episode, but I guess I am as a disclaimer, like we're not saying if you're having like real problems in your life or even not real problems, like you should share those things, but there's just some people where there's like no rapport and they're just like busting at the seams to tell you their whole life story of things that are just like not right for you to know in that moment. I do think it's, it's very difficult to end that conversation because basically what you're saying is thank you for pouring out this really weird, but important thing to you. And now I got a GTG. Like how I don't, with a girl, I really don't think you do that. I've been on many coffee dates recently where it just keeps going. And when I get home, I've been gone for three hours and I don't know how, but Austin, let's pull it to the male perspective. What does this ever even happen? I feel like if boys are being vulnerable, it's probably like taken 6 billion years to get there. So typically it has to be probed. And like, if you probe it, like you're asking for it type of thing. Mm. Um, Otherwise you just like, it's just out of, it's way out of left field and you're just extremely caught off guard and you're like, whoa, was not, uh, I mean, I here we're here, I guess. Um, So (laughs) I have been there, but I mean, I will say like, it really just depends. Um, typically, if you're somebody who is spilling said information, you probably don't have like a close circle of people you trust. So I'd really encourage you to like find that circle um, yeah. and like have that because that's going to help you way more than spewing to random people and letting like hoping it sticks with one person and then yeah. like whatever. Um I guess that would be like my perspective there. Well, bring it to Austin to make Maddie and I feel like meanies. Um, yeah, I feel like a, not a, meanies. A real well, mean girl. <laughs> right here. I'm a real mean girl. I just feel like I love listening to people and I do love listening to their problems. But when you know that you're not the person who should be listening to this because you barely know them then that's where it is pulling an Austin's thing of like, well, this person has no one and you're who they picked. So you do have to be that person in the moment. But then how can you say, hey, this is making me uncomfortable because I've even had it be like where I'm talking to someone and they tell me something in intimate detail about someone else I'm friends with. 
and we're all friends mm. it wasn't put it, you in a bad position yeah and it, it wasn't gossipy it was just like a very critical detail spilled out about someone else that I definitely shouldn't know and so my my gut reaction is just like neutral face not along move forward don't dwell but then I get home and can't sleep at night and then do I tell the other person that I know no I would never do that but then you know and you have to pretend like you don't know did anybody follow that not sure but that's where I'm at with it that's where I need advice if someone wants to chirp in here I think going to one point um I think like thanking the person for like hey like i appreciate that like you're willing to share x with me however i don't really think i'm the best person to talk to like mm -hmm. in terms of this is there somebody close to you that you trust that like you can go to with this or like someone in like let's say a small group if you're in a church or, or something right. like that um kind of like pointing them to like hey i listened and like i i heard you but like this should really go to somebody else. I think that's like the nicest way to go about doing that. Um, for the second point, I think it depends on what the person told you. Like, would you want somebody saying that about you um, elsewhere? Oh, for sure. You definitely have to have that gauge. Okay. So I feel like this was actually a very good combo rounding that out. Very good. So now let's transition into the, hmm, Maybe the like TMI conversation of like someone is sharing a little too much about their like ins and outs of their logistical lives, like how many times to go to the bathroom, et cetera. Like I have a family member that does that with me and I definitely don't handle it well. I say, ew, get away from me and like walk away. So like when you have someone who's just like, this is how much money I made today and commission on my job, isn't that sick? Or like just like the worst like now we're transitioning from like emotional this was like a very good conversation between the three of us now we just have people who are like either gross or very braggy and you have to figure out how am i going to overcome this and if you have funny stories please share i can definitely relate some people in my family share way too much about uh their lives and i think it's the reaction that i give that eggs them to continue because they know it bothers me yep um a lesson that i mean we all learn as kids and somehow still can't master today as adults so shout out me for just like being an imbecile there um <laughs> also the braggy people uh, there's just like no reason like I I understand like why like parents or like my parents especially like never really talked a whole lot about like money with me and like it just gets really tacky and like that's like the word they always use and like I never understood what that meant until like I stepped into the working world and I was like oh that's just like kind of like why do you, like you don't need to yeah. say that like that's not important like it's yeah. not going to help anyone yeah. or, or it's not going to encourage or like it might just heavily it right. do the opposite of what you think it might do so yeah. yeah it's it's really all fun and games and so until someone's like yeah I make 75k a year and you're like I literally make two thousand dollars so that's exciting like that's just like putting someone in a bad spot you know but here's here's where I don't respond well and I think both of you could 
potentially relate to this or just are going to say, yeah, Monica, that's definitely you is when someone says something obnoxious like that, I respond in very harsh sarcasm. And I'm like, really? That is so cool for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And let me tell you how that ends. Not great. Not great at all. So <laughs> Maddie's like, dying. sounds like a defense mechanism. You, uh, a defense mechanism against what? Well, it sounds like a, like a reactionary thing that you've always done. Oh, for sure. And like now yeah. you just can't get rid of it when you get upset. 100%. 100%. I've heard Monica use that voice and phrase before. Not to me. Not Don't worry. Not to me, but to other people. Yes. Dude, if I was on the end of that, I would just like, I would have to like take a second and I'd be like, wow, I'm really messed up or like she's just being awfully rude <laughs> I'm, i just want everyone to know i'm never making a new friend after this podcast goes out. <laughs> it's strictly just done for me holy friend. never say never maybe you'll find somebody else who's also extremely sarcastic in that situation oh yeah potentially wow so didn't know it was that noticeable maddie thank you okay no. so <laughs> what? That that is amazing. i just have you've done it a couple times since i've known you not I definitely me. have yeah, you have to. Oh, oh, you don't have to, but in my mind, you do. So anyway, Maddie, we've all shared our responses. What is your response when someone's just kind of being a, mm, can't think of the appropriate word to use in the podcast, so go ahead. Um, I feel like I don't have any particular story that I could share. Um, I do have, I feel like a few people that I've known that are just very braggy, not even about money, but just like Stop. about anything in their life and I am not unfortunately I don't have the strength or the boldness to be sarcastic in response usually I just I I shrink a little bit and I'm like oh that's cool that's good and then the brush off the absorb and take and take away correct I just can't like I can't engage with that I just won't engage I don't want to hear more about it but I'm not bold enough to shut it down so I just kind of let it happen. Um, but yeah, the bragginess, it really builds up in me. And like a week later, if I have a conversation with someone and they're really bragging, it bothers me. I won't say anything. And then a week later in the middle of a car ride, not talking about it at all, I'll tell, I'll say to my husband, like, OMG, like, were you there when that conversation happened? It's still bothering me. It's really bad. I just, it's not, I don't handle it well. So I, I have a question for both of you. In what situations have you been braggy in the past? Oh, never. I am extremely humble. <laughs> uh, Alexa, play uh, Humble by Kentucky. No, absolutely not. That's, that's like a banger, though. Um, what example have I been braggy? Oh, my gosh. I, I have an example. Like, I think that we you all can, could. Oh, go well, ahead. just like the main like points in my life where I have been braggy is it a sense where I've like overcome an accomplishment of like X challenge that mm-hmm. I've shared with someone and like telling that person that I've overcome that X. doesn't count that literally does not count. but sometimes it comes like if somebody were to overhear me like they'd be like uh, oh like wow fair, who, fair. who cares like why is that important but like yeah. they don't know but like they don't have to know I don't know yeah I I have an embarrassing one that I just oh. thought of. Oh, great. Go for it. Love it. Well, I mean, it's just cringy for me. I don't know if it's embarrassing. 
Um, when I was in high school, I won homecoming queen and I won queen in the same year. Wow. And it was one of those Yeah. Where it's like, to me, I, that mattered for whatever reason. It was a small school. It shouldn't have mattered that much. Um, but I would brag about it. Um, when I, I got to college and I can see myself like trying to slyly bring it up in conversation naturally. And that actually doesn't exist to naturally bring that into a conversation. Um, and I'm sure there are plenty of people like we didn't ask and we don't care. Uh, mm. but thanks Maddie. So wish I could take that back. Really do. Wish I could take it back. I'm just thinking of like the pool of former homecoming and or prom queen winners is just so low that I would never feel confident that the uh, response would be positive yeah. <laughs> sharing that. Yeah. I was bold in that instance. I really was. I kind of hey, Shout out the boldness though. I mean, also congrats for winning back to back. That's you. kind of insane. Thank you. Yaga. Um, I would say that when you shared that with me, I did not feel like it was braggy. I was like very impressed in like a natural way. Um, but anywho, just me giving Maddie compliments and her not reciprocating. So anyway, what I did want to say was, I think for me, I get, if I get braggy, it's about high school accomplishments. Like, let me pull up my 2014 state cheer competition video and show you when I was at my peak health my peak popularity um etc let me tell you about the superlatives I wore I won in high school let me tell you about the shenanigans we did in high school like I just think I glorify my high school years to where someone was literally like you really loved high school didn't you and I had to be like indeed I did and the fact that you just said that to me makes me want to vomit because clearly I'm giving off a vibe so I would say I'm very braggy about like past things not really anything like current in my life you know well maybe we need to start celebrating some wins that are current month <laughs> that sounded yeah. really sad <laughs> um I don't know what to say I mean hey you went to the grocery store so I mean that's a win. Oof, never again though that was a <laughs> me hopefully these groceries last and the lord keeps multiplying them like he did with the manna in the desert sorry oh my gosh sorry humble brag i'm in the old testament right now anyway (laughs) (laughs) humble brags only so um you know to transition out of this conversation first of all thank you everyone for listening and being back for season four truly is a gift maddie you know you're not super familiar with the podcast but it's really great to have you here by the way just want to make sure everyone felt cared and thanked for was maybe what I want to say. Shout out Maddie's um, husband who was cool with her taking time away. Shout out to Chad if you know him. Um, will Chad listen to this? If I send it to him, he would. Oh gosh. Okay, this is making a horrible first impression. Shout out anyway, Chad. Shout out yeah. Chad. So Maddie, the way that we wind down the podcast is we have our guest share a what's in the queue for them which just means like what's next what's popping what's going on in your life doesn't have to be anything major could be very simple something you're excited about yeah just something coming up in your life um we're gonna let you think about that by me contributing a hot take to the room um for us all to debate so we'll do the hot take and then you will share your what's in the queue for you and we will be good to go um so today's hot take is 
<laughs> very specific to the grocery. So this is probably gonna be a quick one. At the produce, I don't use those little plastic bags. I just free ball it in the um, cart. Like, what I just, is wrong with you? Yeah, that's so, I uh, know, absolutely. Why? No wonder you never go to the store. Okay, I thought you guys were going to agree with What? Two thumbs down. How do you separate your produce? No, you just chuck it in there and call it a day. Do you care about bumps and bruises on your produce? You probably don't even look at them. You probably just just throw them in the car. Probably probably do a skyhook like Kareem. In in my defense, I did go through a phase where I forgot you had to check the eggs to make sure they weren't cracked before buying them. Oh, as you can see. As you can see. I'm so concerned about your grocery shopping. Yeah. It's not great. Is there like a, I don't want to wait to like pull this bag. Like, I don't want to open this bag or like, I hate plastic. Like, what's your reasoning? I literally can't breathe without seriously awesome. I'm just, I'm so rattled by this. Okay. I'm settled. I'm literally sweating. Um, I just think it's like, it's a time thing. It's not a sustainability thing. I will own up to that. It's not me being lover of the planet. It's more so just why not? Because depending on which one you're getting, you don't really need it. An avocado, you don't need it. Where are you putting the produce when you get home? <laughs> what if I was just like on the couch? No, I'm putting it in the fridge. okay um a drawer a separate compartment i'm just like okay i think i think we're just gonna put this like if you like half cut up a tomato would you just throw that in there would you back that up i did did actually cut up a tomato this this evening and did put it into a tupperware do you wash your produce (laughs) oh my we are learning a lot I'm so stressed. If you guys can see their faces, also everyone listening is probably like, Monica, you're disgusting. Okay, we're gonna move on because I'm like, I literally can't stop laughing. That was a good hot take, Mon. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't think it was gonna be that hot. So spicy as heck. Maddie, please wind us down with what's what's going on next in your life. What's popping? What's exciting? Um, we don't have much, uh, or many summer plans because we bought a house and put all our money into it. Let's go. That's huge. So, that's great. But then therefore no plans ever again. Hey, enjoying um, the house. That's yeah. A plan. So enjoying the house is the plan. And we're going to do some renovations to our kitchen, some Ooh. butcher block countertops. Dude. So, woo! yeah, pretty pumped. We're going to go to Home Depot this weekend. So. Oh. are you guys doing any type of like demo day because i would love to come help with that um maybe yeah we have to rip out the uh, current countertops so would love to be a part of that um feel like you will need chad's permission on that because no he wants to meet you so you can just oh. show up perfection i will be there with a just kidding i don't have any tools but i will be there in a very <laughs> cute outfit ready to slam a counter Great. Sounds wonderful. Phenomenal. That sounded borderline inappropriate. So anyway, we are going to round this thing off by saying again, thank you, Maddie, for coming. Thank you all who made it through this pod. Woof. 
I feel like we covered a lot. We started really emotional. So if you quit, well, you won't even be listening. If you listen through the emotion and got to the real good stuff at the end, tell your friends. Okay. Um, Austin, thanks for being the best, even though people like you better than me. Um, would you like to plug where everybody can find us? Yeah, guys, if you're not following us on Put a Cork in Official on Instagram, you should totally do that. Might be a new logo when you look there. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see about it. Uh, and tell your friends, share a podcast with a friend. Maybe you can uh, set somebody up with us on a podcast and uh, maybe it'll go super well. Let's freaking go. An adorable idea. All right, guys, we'll catch you later. That's all I plan to do.